Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Today, we've got a revenge story against a creepy guy who says they want to marry a 15-year-old. We'll get to that in a bit, but first, revenge on my neighbor with wandering dogs. I live in a rural and remote area that's mostly acreages. I get along with my neighbors, except one man that lives across the road and down about 100 meters. He has two dogs that keep coming onto my property and chasing my chickens. They've killed a few. They got my duck. They got my rabbit the one time she escaped from her enclosure. I've asked the neighbor nicely to keep his dogs at home. He just says that it's my problem because I free range my chickens on my own property. This man even went to another neighbor and gave her crap for feeding her own cat on her deck outside her back door because his dogs keep going over and eating the cat food and are getting fat. I've called the police to find out what I can do about it, but since there's no dog bylaws, there isn't much. A friend of mine moved her family down to the city to go to grad school and asked me if I would take her to Maremmas. I said yes. For those who don't know, Maremmas are big. They are livestock guardian dogs. They'll protect my chickens from my neighbor's dog. He messaged me tonight with a link with instructions on how to stop your dogs from barking. I lost it laughing. My dogs are constantly barking at his dogs at the perimeter of my property, which doesn't border his at all. His dogs are trying to come down my driveway and are running up and down the road all the time. I texted him back that my dogs are simply barking at his dogs when they try to come out of my property. And if he wants my dogs to stop barking, he needs to keep his dogs at home. No response from him, but within five minutes, all the barking stopped because he called his dogs home. Now, every time I hear my dogs bark, instead of getting annoyed, I smile, knowing that my neighbor whose dogs have been hurting my animals is annoyed, and that if he wants the barking to stop, he actually has to train his own dogs. This is a great story. I was worried that there was going to be a little dogs going after the other dogs, but just great guard dog barking, love that. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you love crazy stories of revenge, why not hit that subscribe button down below? That said, our next story is a small revenge, but I made petty friends. Sure one here, but on my way to Costco today, it was absurdly busy and I parked fairly far away. I grabbed a cart on the way in because why not? Tiny less bit of work for the cart guy. As I'm walking in with my cart, a BMW is trying to push through the mass of people right in front of the entrance. Nothing illegal, but stupid. The store is always busy. They're leaning on their horn trying to stop the flow of pedestrians, including an elderly couple, one with a cane and the other on a scooter, to let them through. So I pass in front of them as they're beeping and just let go of my cart in front of them. And the person behind me, who also grabbed a cart on the way in, left their cart next to mine. And then a third. We all acknowledged each other and had a chuckle. Then we each grabbed a cart by the entrance and went in. Maybe nothing earth shattering, but it was fun. Well, of course, it's a BMW, right? They need to suck it up and just go around. They deserve to be blocked in with the carts. This next story is, 
You can thank us for exposing to your crush what a scummy thief you are. My boyfriend, now fiancé, builds and sells computers as a side hobby. He personally drives around picking up computer parts and charges a little extra for labor and a small profit. He usually lists on Facebook Marketplace and meets the buyer in person to exchange the computer for money. A couple of years ago, I joined him as he drove to the CBD to sell a high-specs computer for $1,100 to a guy he met on Facebook Marketplace. As I waited in our car, he went outside and carried the computer to the guy's car. A few minutes later, he came back and I happened to see his bank app open on his phone. Surprised, I asked him whether the guy had transferred him rather than paying cash, which is usually how people paid him. He said yes, and I took his phone and saw that my boyfriend had taken a photo of the guy's phone as proof of transfer, and on the top it had scheduled payment. I worked at the bank at the time and knew straight away my boyfriend had been scammed. It wasn't a legit transfer and he could just cancel it afterwards. I told my boyfriend to call the guy as we gave him the benefit of the doubt that he'd made a mistake. The guy said he'd be back, but never showed up, blocked my boyfriend's number, and blocked him on Facebook too. Here is where our revenge began. The guy was stupid enough to not put his Facebook profile on private. We went through his profile and saw it was fairly active. I tried to see whether he had any mutual friends, and we didn't, but by sheer luck, I clicked into a random profile on his friends list and found that I had a single mutual friend with this person. I asked my friend whether she knew this friend, who was another girl, and she said yes, that they worked together. And so I asked my friend to reach out to the girl to say that her friend, the thief, had stolen our computer and we were trying to reach him. We also sent messages and screenshots to about 20 people who had either liked or commented on his posts recently. The next day, we found out he'd put his Facebook profile on private, but it was too late. We'd already received a few replies from his friends and even a member of his family saying they talked to him, and the guy finally called my boyfriend back. The guy had the audacity to accuse my boyfriend of ripping him off as he had taken the computer to a pawn shop, and they would only take the computer for like $450 and for ruining his reputation with all of his friends family, and especially the girl he'd been pursuing romantically for a while now. Yes, the girl who was my friend's work colleague, whose profile we randomly stumbled upon, was the girl he'd been crushing on for ages and had been going on dates with. They were literally seeing each other, and we'd accidentally and inadvertently exposed his filthy, true nature to her. Like, what are the freaking chances? I later heard from my friend that the girl broke it off and will no longer talk to him as she is disgusted with his behavior and him as a person in general. Anyways, he called to meet up and we ended up getting our computer back, but not without further verbal harassment from him for ruining his life. He demanded we tell everyone we messaged it was a misunderstanding and that it was all a mistake. And we were like, okay, sure buddy, just to get him off our backs. However, as we drove off into the glorious sunset, we sent an update and thank you messages to those who replied, and then promptly deleted all the chats. All I know is, is if you're going to commit grand theft, you probably want to do it where you're anonymous, where you can't be traced, where it wasn't organized all entirely through your public Facebook profile, where they can see your entire family and friends. Not only was this guy a scummy thief, This guy was just dumb. 
Our next story is hypocritically stopping my loan forgiveness? Enjoy some butts. I, like many people, was grateful to have the last of my student debt wiped clear until some grade A jerks decided to sue and stop the student loan forgiveness, which is especially obnoxious considering that one of the plaintiffs took $48,000 in PPP loans herself and had 4,996 of that forgiven. Well, it just so happens that this plaintiff, who I will not publicly name and shame, even though her name is very public already, owns a very highly valued sign-making business. And it just so happens that the sign-making business includes a link right on their front page called Send a File. And it just so happens that this very accessible webpage lets anyone, anywhere, immediately upload three files, up to 100 megabyte each, to their servers. Well, guess who's been uploading some really high-quality pictures of butts all afternoon? At the time of this posting, their website is still up and happily accepting butt after butt. I hope they appreciate how high-res these images are, too. Gotta take advantage of all 100 megabytes per picture. I figure I owe them 47,996 photos of butts. They got their loan forgiven, but they won't let me get mine, so it seems fair, somehow. But logic can't be argued with. Honestly, the only downside here, that person that's in a position to sue over the loan forgiveness surely isn't going to be any of the people opening up these butt PNGs. Also, even in Pro Revenge, you can't get away from a massive amount of comments just debating, is student loan forgiveness a monstrosity and you need to just pay your way out, or is it okay? Our next story is, act like a spoiled man-child, get no soda or energy drinks from any stores in town. My brother, 20, has always been entitled, spoiled, and demanding. I love him, but his whole life he would cause crap and hide behind mom who would defend her baby. To the point that even when people caught his lies on camera, she just accused them of baiting him or editing footage. He's more like her slash her family, and I'm more like my dad slash his family. So he did no wrong in her eyes growing up, and I did no wrong in dad's. However, in the last couple of years, my mom woke up and realized that her adult son has the emotional range of a teaspoon and acts like a 13-year-old demanding an allowance more than a grown man. He refuses to get a job to the point that the very good jobs he's had were jobs my mom got for him because she asked her friends for favors. My brother gets fired within a few weeks for mouthing off or refusing to shower. She's been trying to get him on a better path, but he explodes into a rage, leaves home, blows all his savings, and then comes home again only after mom begs him back. He was like this his whole life. Things have been building, exploding, and restarting for a long time around here. A never-ending cycle that I hate, but currently my savings are low, so chance of moving out is on a hold. Anyway, I avoid as much as possible by simply being out of the house as often as possible. I'm not working. I'm outside and in the woods or visiting my favorite shops in town. Today was one of those days. So I went for a walk and came back just in time to catch the tail end of today's fight. The short version is, my brother refused to go 10 minutes up the street to get a couple of things at the store because mom wouldn't give him $30 extra to buy himself or his friends energy drinks. She always gives us money to get ourselves something as a thank you for running errands for her but has a rule that if our friends want something or we want something extra, we spend our own money on that. 
I said I'd do it. I still had my coat and boots on and figured an extra 20 minutes should let things calm down a little. Plus, I intended on buying a fancy ice cream treat that I'd been craving recently but couldn't convince myself to go to the store for. I always just feel bad getting myself something. So I get to the store, grab my mom's items, and walk to the back to the freezer. I then overheard the owner say that due to the new sugar tax, he's been buying smaller shipments of soda because they sell slower now. I chuckled to myself because my favorite drinks are either sparkling water or sodas made with natural sugar so therefore they aren't included in the tax. And even if they were, a six pack will last me a couple of weeks. Then I saw something that made me smile like the Grinch and ignited my usually dormant, almost non-existent petty side. There, on the shelf in the cooler, was one bottle of my brother's favorite Mountain Dew flavor. Voltage, it's kind of like blue raspberry. I'm not a huge soda drinker outside the ones mentioned above, but I like a Dew once in a while. Major Melon or an iced tea blend, both of which are less popular or had two full shelves available. I asked the owner if he was saving that bottle for himself or his grandkids, and he said he wasn't and reminded me that due to slower sales, if I didn't get it now, I may not get it again for weeks. And wouldn't you know it, I found myself craving that specific flavor. I bought it, as well as the last two bottles of normal Mountain Dew. Did I mention how thirsty I suddenly was or how my brother hates the iced tea and melon flavors? I decided to just use my own card rather than spend my mom's money because my being petty shouldn't cost my mom's money, and if I'm buying three one liter sodas, I should spend my own money. I then headed home, but you know I'm not done yet. Upon returning home, I chose to squeeze through the fence next to my brother's shed rather than the path next to my bedroom window. That meant I'd have to walk directly past my brother to get inside. And wouldn't you know it, my parents were in the garage on the opposite side of the property, so I stayed out to chat with them. Perhaps speaking a little louder than usual, I made sure to show them the soda I bought and how these are the only ones of these flavors left right now. I handed my mom's money back, and ever so slowly, I opened the voltage, making sure the bottle fizzed and let out that telltale hiss that the ice-cold soda does. I saw my brother slinking over from the shadows and pretending not to notice. I handed my parents the bottles of regular. It's very seldom they drink it, but I know they enjoy it once in a while and dad would love to have a bottle at work with him as a treat. My brother made it over and asked if I got him anything. I looked at him and simply said, nope, you didn't give me money. Mom did. He demanded I give the voltage to him, saying that he'd buy me a bottle of major melon or the iced tea one to replace it. I looked at my parents, at him, at the bottle, and back at my parents, locking eyes with my mom. No idea what came over me, but I tilted my head back and proceeded to chug the entire one liter bottle and then unleashed the loudest, longest, most tummy rumblingest belch in my life. Normally I wouldn't be caught dead drinking a soda that quick, rare treat. Nor would I ever belch like that in front of my mom. She's really disgusted. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. By that, but on this night, exceptions were made. I then wiped my mouth, excused myself while apologizing to my parents, who were both trying not to laugh to the point that I think I heard my dad's sinuses pop from the pressure, and then looked at my brother dead in the eye and said, Get bent. He lost his mind and started screaming at me for being a selfish little witch. Which, as I'm sure you can imagine, my parents didn't appreciate. Rather than get into another fight, my mom simply handed me her bottle, saying she appreciated the offer, but I bought it so it's mine. And my father? He happens to be friends with not only the owner of the shop I'd just come from, but also the owners and managers of the rest of the shops in town including the big fancy one owned by the mayor. Don't ask me how my dad has so many friends. It's a mix of growing up together and my dad's reputation of being a hard, reliable worker, along with a man you can trust. So, my dad simply called the shops and asked that they refuse to sell my brother the soda or energy drinks for the next couple of weeks, because he spends easily $100 a week. And wouldn't you know it, my brother and his friends have been hanging around the shops and surrounding businesses and generally being in the way. But not to the point where cops needed to be called. They gave him a little leeway because they respect my father so much. So they requested that my brother not come around for a couple of weeks as they're running holiday events soon and he has a reputation of making women and young girls uncomfortable. At some level, at some point, it's not really the parents' responsibility anymore, but you would like to see them do a little bit more to encourage him to be an actual part of society. You know, shower, respect people, not be creepy and weird. I think honestly the mom is to blame for being complacent and allowing them to get away with being capable of being frustrated at a job, quitting, coming home, and still spending money on just soda and energy drinks. Also, I'm kind of vibing with OP. I really like the major melon flavor. Our next story is, you evict me for a rubbish reason? I report you for tax evasion. When I first moved to the city I live in, I answered a Gumtree, British Craigslist ad, for a room in a nice modern flat near a great area with an in-suite bathroom. The landlord was around my age and lived in the flat as well. Kind of a weird, awkward guy, but I didn't have much of a problem with that. He lived in a spare bedroom and owned nothing but a table, two sets of clothes, a netbook, and he slept on the floor whilst renting out the other two rooms. Again, weird, but wasn't going to judge. 
It escaped my notice initially that he was only renting to women, and usually foreign women at that, and almost always single. Things were fine for about a year. We hung out sometimes and watched movies or went out to bars every now and then. Then, after several years of singledom, I got a boyfriend. Unbeknownst to me, this was a problem for my landlord slash housemate. My boyfriend didn't stay around all the time or anything. It wasn't like he was living there and not paying rent. Just visited a few evenings and we were mostly confined to my room. Obviously, I'm aware of there being issues around bringing in partners when you lived in a shared house. But I also feel like if you rent your flat, you shouldn't expect people to not live their lives either. One day I was at work and my landlord texted me out of the blue telling me to move out. His reasoning was that the flat had become unsociable. This blindsided me and I was very upset. My boyfriend immediately went on to Gumtree to try and find me a new place, only to find that my landlord had advertised my room within minutes of texting me an eviction notice, and the advert was ranting about how applicants must be female and single. Clearly, he was intimidated by other men, and I guess I got punished for that. As it happened, he told me that he was claiming single occupancy on the flat, receiving a council tax discount whilst renting to two other people. I packed up and left within a week and reported him to the council for tax evasion. I wish I knew how much he had to pay back in dodged council tax. This dude sounds mad creepy, and honestly, OP is probably glad that they got out of there. This story sounds like the kind of thing where in 15 years you hear that guy's name in the news and you realize he was like some huge serial killer or something. Our next story is Metallica Therapy. I live in a tiny apartment, and my upstairs neighbor loved to thump their music so loud that I couldn't escape it in any room. Not even headphones helped, and I work from home. I understand the love of loud music. I'm half deaf because I love it so much. That's what headphones are for. I was trying not to be a jerk, so I went up and asked if we could compromise. Maybe half an hour on, half an hour off. She said it was my problem and she wasn't going to turn it down. I let it drive me insane for a while and then I decided I was done. I wrote a letter to my other neighbor explaining what I was going to do and providing my number in case I needed to halt at any time. From that moment on, every time the music started, I turned on every TV, stereo, and speaker in the house, blasting a different Metallica song on each full blast, as close to the ceiling as I could get. As I said, I love loud music and I have way more speakers than this jerk. I only had to administer the Metallica therapy a few times before the music stopped being an issue. Honestly, I feel terrible for anybody that has to live in an apartment with noisy neighbors. I just think about me reading these stories, for example, and imagine I'm hopping on here and reading these stories for fun, and meanwhile you hear boom, 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 boom. In fact, I think a vehicle drove by right as I was saying that. It would absolutely drive me crazy. This next story is, ah, so you want to marry a 15-year-old? Work in the sewers where you belong. So this happened last year around June. I was 15 at the time and my mom wasn't home. It was just my brother, our maid, and I. At the time, our condominium was changing this electricity thing in everyone's house. Like an update of sorts, I guess. Everything was going as planned. The electricity dudes come in the house to do their job and leave. The dogs were in the back or in their kennels. My dog BFG was in my room so he couldn't jump the fence. 
So everything mostly went as planned. The electricity dude was well-mannered, chatty, and I kept watch to make sure nothing was stolen or in case they needed any help getting anywhere and the dogs needed to be moved or they needed a key or whatever. Fine. Then toward the end, this bald dude in his 30s asked how old I was. I didn't think anything of it, so I said I'm 15 as I was leading him out. This man proceeded to ask if he could take me to his home today and to marry me. No joke, what the freak? I was mortified and anxious because what the freak? So I reply, um, no, you're in your 30s and I'm not interested. And he continued to insist. Even when I walked him out of the house walls, he said he would be back the next day to take me to his house. And I'm thinking, what the freak, no. I close and lock the gates, release the dogs, tell my brother not to open the gate, and our maid left the house after I told her about the situation, and she told me not to tell anyone. Obviously, I'm not keeping this quiet. Imagine all the other people he could hurt. So I told my mom, and guess what? We were close friends with his boss and people in the ethics committee as well in political power. So my mom phones him, phones the condominium people to make sure these people are supervised by someone the whole time to make sure they don't do anything funny. So when my mom phones the dude that asked me to marry him, he said I was a liar and that it never happened. Luckily my mom trusts me and knows I would never lie about this, because who would? This is screwed up. So my mom then calls her friends. They couldn't fire him for this, but he got demoted to cleaning the sewer system of the company and is never allowed into anyone's house again, as well as significantly decreasing his salary to barely above minimum wage. I know something else happened with the ethics committee, but I don't remember what exactly. I think it had to do with installing new protocols to prevent this from happening. We were also friends with some of his co-workers, so we told them what happened and told him to watch out because basically my father, not my real dad, but I considered him as much and he treats me as his daughter, and he's one of the people in political power in this city, and they knew it. And my mom told the co-worker to tell him to watch out because he was absolutely pissed off about what happened. He wouldn't actually do anything though, it was just to scare the dude. So I think he deserved what he got, scared him crapless and ruined his career, as he deserves. Now I don't know if this guy's ever acted on any of these claims or things that he said they were going to do. You know, oh I'll be back and take you home with me. But I think it goes without saying that just scaring them crapless and ruining their career is light considering the way this guy is acting around a 15 year old. Also what the heck is up with the maid saying don't tell anyone? Is the maid complicit in this? Our next story is, I got revenge after my older sis told me someone had been trying to talk her into doxing her AT&T and banking info to them. As the title says, I've been working on some revenge on my older sister's behalf. My older sis is on disability due to being born with autism. Because of this, it's a little easier for someone to take advantage of her online if a trusted friend or relative isn't there to speak up. Well, earlier this year, I found out that someone, caller B, had friended her on Facebook and they started texting through iMessage. This eventually led to B asking for gift cards and to use a TV streaming service my sister had been paying for and using herself. Well, the last straw came when B asked my older sis for her phone carrier and banking account info. This is when Big Sis realized that B was just using her and was most likely not a real friend. So last month, I asked my sister if she wanted me to help her get some petty revenge on B. 
I told her if she still had B's iCloud or cell, I could sign her up for spam, newsletters, alerts, etc. for leading her on. Big Sis liked the idea and gave me B's email, knowing I had the time, means, and motive to be petty for her. Last I heard, B's still receiving spam mail up to her eyeballs and may have gotten a video call via FaceTime from some dude wanting to marry her. In case you're wondering, they didn't get her mobile carrier or bank account info. I feel terrible for anybody online that is trying to be taken advantage of. Whenever I think of elderly people, I think of some grandparents somewhere where these scammers are trying to get them to go out to Walmart and buy $3,000 of iTunes gift cards. You hear news reports of people being scammed in that way. In fact, it was so prevalent that now most stores won't allow you to even purchase that many gift cards because they understand people just get scammed from it. And for anybody that doesn't know, doxing is just like revealing your personal information online, whether that's your full name, your address, your birthday, or even more critical stuff like credit card info, bank account info, email and account names and stuff. Our next story is stepfather from heck? Okay buddy, I'll make yours a living heck. I won't get into details because it's not my marriage, soon to be divorced, but my stepfather has been a jerk to our family for years. It's gotten worse throughout the years, and I've reached a breaking point, so I've been doing the pettiest things like replacing his sugar with salt, hid the bread he eats for breakfast, poured out his cranberry juice and put the empty bottles back, locked the bathroom doors to make it seem like someone's always in there. I don't think he's noticed, but boy am I excited to find out, I might just steal his tuna he bought from Peru. I mean, if you can't directly get revenge, pissing them off? with small actions that they don't notice, that's still pretty satisfying. That said, our final story of the day is Bye Bye Best Buy. This just happened recently. My refrigerator compressor, the part that pumps cooling fluid to make the fridge cold, broke down and it would cost $2,500 just to get a new one. So my parents said, yep, we're getting a new fridge. The first place they went to was Best Buy and were able to find a new fridge at a pretty decent price. They said it would be ready to be delivered by Wednesday this week. Perfect. Or so we thought. The next day, we get a call that the fridge we were supposed to get hasn't even arrived at the store yet and won't be here for a few weeks. So, naturally, we were very mad. My dad immediately went to find another fridge for sale at a different store. This time he went to Lowe's, and he found another one with a better price than the one before, and Lowe's offers free delivery and will be here by Friday this week. My dad bought the fridge, but my mom wanted to double check Best Buy again, despite what happened, to see if she could get a lower price. So they went back, and sure enough, nothing. Now here's the part where we got some revenge on Best Buy for lying. As they were leaving, a different couple was already arguing with the manager for, ironically enough, the delivery time for a new fridge. The manager said that they won't get their new fridge until after Christmas this year. Yes, I'm serious. My dad happily chimed in on the conversation and told the couple that Lowe's can deliver a new fridge for a lower price in two days. It should go without saying that the couple and a few other customers followed my parents out of the store. I feel like more now than ever, Best Buy has very quickly become one of those stores where you really enjoy walking around in it and looking at all the stuff. 
but there's really no like great deals to be had. You could probably find better deals on just about everything online. But when I think of Best Buy, I don't really think of refrigerators in general. I think of like computers and TVs and entertainment stuff. I would have first tried a place like Lowe's over a place like Best Buy for a refrigerator. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another crazy revenge story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.